So previously I <clears throat> had titled a podcast, The Legacy of Dead Giants, because I had started thinking about when I first had my taste of any competition in combat sports, I had the option and the opportunity to choose to compete against opponents who were much bigger than me. So I'm five foot ten, sometimes five foot eleven. And at the time I was 185 pounds. I'm 195 now and uh, working on getting back down to 185 and successfully doing so. I was previously, when I first got back to the United States in 2021, September 4th of 2021, I was about 221 pounds, interestingly enough. And now I'm 195. So I was 185 pounds, I'm 5 foot 10, and at 185 pounds, I fought against guys who were 190, 200, 215, 235, and the biggest one of all was 6 foot 5 and 265 pounds, so he outweighed me by 80 pounds. And he wasn't, it wasn't a big fat guy either, you know, um, he was very well muscled, looked like he worked out at the gym a lot. Anyway, the really cool thing about these competitions were you were just being thrown into the fire. You had no idea who you were going to fight or what they were capable of unless they were regulars there, which I was. From December of 1999 until January of 2001, I fought almost every single Monday night that Off the Wall Promotions presented this competition. Sometimes I fought two or three times in one night. I think three times was the most in one night. But it was really fascinating. It was really great because we got to get into the ring against people from all over the country and all over the world who happened to be dropping in and decided that night that they were tough enough to put on the gloves and duke it out with some stranger that could be capable of anything. And the competition that I preferred to that I preferred to participate in was called Hardcore King of the Ring, which was one round, ten minute time limit. A combination of boxing and wrestling. So one round, 10 minute time limit, 
combination of boxing and wrestling. And that was called Hardcore King of the Ring. The event was called Monday Night Raw, which was, I think, I mean, it must have been copied from the WWE event of the same name. And I, it was, I also, after I started competing there, I began working there as security, as a bouncer. It was the first place I ever worked at as security that I recall. And uh, it, the, this place called Club Atlantis had a capacity of 4,000 people. So, and it very often was filled to capacity with lines extending outside for a half a block. So that was how I first started working security was my first job doing that was dealing with crowds of 4,000 and also competing in amateur combat sports combat sports entertainment in front of thousands of people really fantastic experience really amazing and one thing that I do also really enjoy about the fact that I worked there as a bouncer, I never threw a punch or fought anybody in having them leave Club Atlantis. And I kept my fighting in the ring. And a lot of people began to know that because there are a lot of regulars to that event and then who would just come on the weekends because this is a Monday night if people were coming out and doing this. And I, w- and I was in there for <clears throat> a year straight. And so I got to know a lot of people in that time of not only fighting but also working there. Great experience. And I fought a lot of big people and beat all of them, except for one guy named Mike Big Train Balsy, who I eventually submitted to his rear naked choke. Uh, I think he was about 235, or was he the guy 215? Maybe Taco was 235 or 215, one of those guys. Anyway, um, it, uh, there was something about me, this fearlessness that just said, I'm going to fight anybody my, my weight class or above. It doesn't matter. If there's nobody else that's going to fight this person because of their size, I'll do it. And I did it. And it was exciting and amazing. And I learned a lot about myself. And that's one of the things that we should be doing in our lives little by little is finding those things that we find intimidating or giants or that we have no idea what could possibly happen except that all we know is that we want to win that we want to prevail that we want to succeed that we want to have something good happen in our lives so we have to we have to enter the ring we have to take the fight no matter what we don't know what's coming but we have to decide in life that we are going to fight no matter what. And when you make that decision, no matter what things happen in your life, you know, you could feel great grief 
and I'm speaking from experience, from loss, and even feel suicidal and despondent and feel so much melancholy and despair that you want to leave the earth. But I found that great power comes from generating my experience independent of the environment I am in, especially if I agree with the overall circumstances especially if I disagree with the overall circumstances, I disagree with the death and the loss and the grief that I, I feel. And it's always going to be there as an underlying part of my life. But I made a decision long ago to succeed and to prevail and to be triumphant. And I remind myself of that often. And so I'm able to generate joy in the midst of melancholy. I am able to generate joy in the midst of melancholy. I generate joy in the midst of melancholy, but it doesn't mean I'm happy all the time. That's not a requirement to be successful or to continue an upward spiral in life. I generate health in the midst of illness. There's all kinds of people who have health problems for whatever reasons, being overweight or whatever kind of addictions and craziness we all go through in life. Right? But you can choose to generate good health in the midst of illness. And at the same time, a thing that's very important to everyone that helps us with all of these things in this world, I generate wealth in the midst of poverty. You can generate wealth in the midst of poverty. You can see poverty all around you and just decide and say, I generate great wealth in the midst of poverty. But we... We, we do that by facing the fact that those are all possibilities, that we could die, that, that one of these giants could kill us. They could crush us to death. But we instead decide to face them. And you know what happens? The really big guy who wraps you up and lays on top of you and squishes you in the first few minutes where you can't move or do anything, you can't breathe, and you feel like you're just going to suffocate to death, eventually, because you don't give up, they get to a point where no matter how much they try, their body will no longer take them where it needs to go. And so now you're just throwing up. You're just body slamming this giant, throwing them over your shoulder, doing whatever you want with this mass that has just become a big punching bag now for you because you persevered. You persevered. You kept your calm and you decided to tap into the decision that you made. So reaffirming your decision, you decide once again to tap in to a resolution that you've already made that you're going to win and succeed no matter what and go out with dignity. And so you don't give up. When you start to lose consciousness, even if you're being choked out, you make the decision, you say that when I completely go out, I'm going to tap so they know I'm done. 
but you go to the very end and you fight and no matter what you come back that's how you practice you practice for the big fights of life when it comes to sports when it comes to entertainment when you can practice things in your life in a safe space right? that's what you do with everything that's what the gym is like you go to the gym you're lifting up these big weights you're climbing uphill on a treadmill because in your normal everyday life you're not having to carry around that weight or walk uphill and so walking flat and walking without carrying things on your back feels easy it's just relative in comparison to what you did in the gym and the same thing training in martial arts the same thing training in everything is that what you do is way more intense than what you're usually encountering so that it makes the whole quality of your entire life better so every once in a while you got to face those giants and kill them kill them, you face your fear, and even though fear may never completely go away, you just transmute it, which means you just take that fear energy and you turn it into something else, you turn it into persistence, you turn it into courage. Just like to continue to succeed, you don't always need to be motivated and you don't always need to be happy, you just need to be disciplined and know that when you stick to your decision to win, to succeed, and to do it all with dignity, that you will always prevail.